Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Liddy Brown, and she is with Speed Pro Marietta. Welcome. Thank you, Lee. How are you? I am so excited to be catching up with you. Tell us a little bit about Speed Pro for the folks who aren't familiar with what you do. All right. Thank you very much. Well, first of all, Speed Pro Marietta is located in Marietta, Georgia. We're a large format printing company, so we produce every types of sign available to our customers from a banner to a wall graphic uh, to their vehicle wraps to their trade show display. So all things printing, uh, graphic printing, we can help our customers with. Now, what's your backstory? How did you uh, get involved in the printing business? Uh, <laughs> you know, they ask me that a lot. And, and uh, my story has nothing to do with printing or this being where I was going to end up in my career. Uh, I spent 35 years in corporate America working for three Fortune 500 companies. And when I uh, decided to leave the last company, Granger Industrial Supply, I was looking for something different and uh, something new. And so I was exploring and received a call from a franchise consultant who said, you ought to consider owning your own business. Uh, my current, my business partner right now, uh, and my, one of my best friends that always wanted to own our own business. So I was showing her all of the information. And one day we just uh, sat down and said, well, maybe it's something we could do together. And we looked at it and, and uh, saw the options. Uh, the Speed Pro franchise model was one that uh, drew our attention uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we wanted something that we'd actually work in the business, probably not as hard as I'm working right now, uh, but we wanted to actually work the business and not just uh, buy something for pricing. And uh, it was new to uh, the industry, you know, graphic printing. It's been around for a little bit, but it's really taken off, you know, in these last, uh, you know, 12, 15 years where people are graphically putting large signs out and visible uh, <clears throat> graphics for drawing attention for their customers and for their events. So we thought this would be a good one. And uh, there was an existing business here in Marietta and we jumped on it and we've been here now. We celebrated nine years on yesterday. So it's surprising it's been that long. Well, congratulations on that accomplishment. That, that's a big deal. And I hope you take a moment to really appreciate that journey. That's it's a, it's a hard one. Yes, and especially during two years of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you talk a little bit about that um, that moment? You're in a transitional period, right? You went from corporate, and then you're going to do this entrepreneurial uh, adventure. Was there kind of um, a voice in the back of your head saying, oh, this is a big risk. I don't know if I can do this. Like, would, Did you have any of that kind of apprehension, or was this something like you're, you were just kind of ready to go and just go boldly forward. I, I, I think a lot of people are, are in that same spot, right, where they have that moment where they're in a big company and then all of a sudden they're, they're not, and now they have to make a decision about their future, and you chose a very brave choice. Can you talk about how that decision came about and, and what gave you the confidence to go forward? Uh, yeah, you know, that's a really good question because, like I said, it was not something that uh, I stepped out on it and looked at. But uh, I felt confident in my uh, years of, of experience that, you know, I could go out and market 
uh, myself. Uh, I had the backing of a, a good business partner who was very operational and who could quickly understand how to uh, navigate the actual process and the equipment and the, you know, the inside part of the business. And then we did, you know, it was a lot of prayer, a lot of stepping out and uh, saying, hey, if we're going to ever do it, uh, this would be the time to do it. And I will also say that uh, there's a little bit less fear uh, when you have your finances uh, in a good spot. And so because I had that, I wasn't uh, relying on uh, the business, you know, coming out of the gate, being able to uh, afford my lifestyle. So that was a a big piece that made the decision a little bit easier uh, that you're not risking, you know, everything that you had built up. So, you know, what I tell people uh, that are looking at, you know, what they should do or should they jump out there, you've got to, you know, feel comfortable with your finances and knowing uh, coming out of the gate, owning your own business, you're not going to make the money that you were making uh, when you leave your regular job. But there's a point in time that you got to just uh, commit and uh, and put all your effort into it uh, and go forward. So that that was it. Uh, I won't say just boldly jumped out, but I would say that uh, we we stepped out on faith and we went for it. And then when you when you did that when you took that leap and then you were um, you know kind of now you you put all your chips on the table right you were like okay we're gonna do this when did you start seeing kind of those clues that hey we could this is gonna work out I think we're gonna be okay uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm still looking for some of them no um, I think I realized that uh, the amount of support that was out there. Uh, two ways. I had some really great mentors. Uh, I had one mentor that said, you really need to uh, get certified as a women-owned business and get involved in GWBC, uh, get certified as a minority-owned business uh, with GMSDC, you know, and and it put a network of people around you. Uh, And then more importantly, within the franchise model, with our franchise, the owners across the country, um, are very open to help and support, particularly the ones that had been around uh, for a while. Uh, They knew the business a little bit better. And so we had a good network of people to learn from. And uh, and we had a very good consultant with the uh, small business, um, SBDC, the Small Business Development Council. Uh, I, you know, I received from a good mentor that, hey, go to them, let them help you kind of get started. Uh, and understand, you know, what you need to do from a finance perspective and things like that. So uh, I had some really good uh, mentors that are that have been business owners uh, that shared all their information and knowledge uh, to really uh, help us get started. And that, I think, uh, kind of solidified the fact that, hey, we, we know we can make this work. Now, um, nothing prepared any of us for the last few years with the pandemic, as you mentioned earlier. Um, how were you able to kind of uh, navigate that? Was that through the help of all those kind of those foundational uh, communities that you're part of? Did that all contribute to your success to make it through? Uh, I would say, yes, uh, a lot of that. I think what happened with us, one, we, we uh, were small and lean, so we did not have to um, uh, have any negative impact with our employees. Uh, we also recognized that people needed signage. <laughs> you know, if nothing else, there was a lot of COVID signs going out there. Uh, 
so we were in a good market that we couldn't really, sh- we couldn't shut down. Uh, you may pull back a little bit, but we actually pushed out there and, and, and from uh, customers that we built relationships over the years, particularly those that uh, came through our corporate customers really stepped up and uh, needed us and we were able to quickly deliver. We actually went out and invested in a uh, new uh, piece of equipment that allowed us to do uh, to do things to positively impact the uh, COVID uh, time frame, time period, the negative. So it was worth the investment because we were able to do jobs that we would not have been able to do in the time frame that we needed them uh, had it not been for us stepping out and going ahead and getting the machine. So we kind of trusted what we knew. We had good uh, relationships with our customers who continued the ones that weren't negatively impacted and uh, we were able to pursue and, and continue. So we've had our, you know, our best two years, the last two years. So that says a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, going forward, is that something that's doing some of these things that you had to do kind of in a crisis mode? Um, is that some of that going to bear fruit down the road, you think? I think so. Yes. I think that once you stabilize and people know you're there and people know that um, they can still trust to get things out, because there are, there are quite a few in this industry, you know, that didn't make it, you know, that had some really tough times that uh, we had a, one of our suppliers that stopped doing a certain part of their uh, their job that we got a lot of uh, business from that pulled back or rescaled. And you have to be able to uh, find other uh, means of filling in those gaps and finding other suppliers that did do well, that did make it, uh, and then uh, relying on, on your staff. And, you know, I will also say that, you know, we are thankful for the opportunity to get uh, – the uh, PPP money, as well as the EIDL money that just gives you uh, a little bit of undergirding so that you can continue to uh, go out and build your business while, you know, the market might be still up and down. So now, um, is there anything that you're kind of nervous about moving forward into 2022? Is there any challenges that you're kind of um, dealing with right now? I think, you know, nervous, you, you stay with nervous, just don't ever let it catch you. You're always a little nervous. You just try to keep out running it. <laughs> and so I think, um, you know, sustaining existing customers and getting new customers is always going to be the the main focus. And so there's a, you know, you know, right now you got a little bit of a lull. Uh, we thought we had one earlier last month to pick back up. You know, you go through these ebb and flows. So anytime you have a little bit of a lull, you kind of feel like, okay, where's everybody and what's everybody doing? Um, and then, you know, it pops right back up. So uh, try not to let those continue to market and look for uh, look for new ways to get your name out there because you're not out cold calling, you know, you're not out running in and out because nobody's in a lot of businesses and nobody's letting you in either. Uh, so you got to find, you know, different ways to reach more customers. So doing some investment in those areas kind of helps keep those nerves down. Um, can you talk about uh, an event that you're planning for 2022? Is there any event that you're planning that maybe is going to help uh, either serve your existing clients or get on the radar of some new clients? Um, I have not n- nailed that down. Uh, 
you know, we are art. We always try to have some type of event here where we can recognize our customers where they come in and see the equipment and kind of have a um, a uh, open house um, event. Uh, but because of where things are, we have not uh, started to look at how is that going to work out. So if we do anything like that again, we've done that in the past. You know, it'll be toward the summertime. So I'm I'm, I'm uh, consciously optimistic that we'll be able to have our customer appreciation day. That's usually what we call it and get customers in to see our new equipment, you know, see some of the new things we can do. Uh, so that's what we have on the radar, but uh, right now we're not close to pulling the trigger on that. Right. And then it's one of those catch 22s, right? Like you want to appreciate your clients and you want to let them see, you know, kind of the, the behind the scenes magic and, uh, also, you have to be careful and cautious. Is there a way to do something like that virtually? Have you ever done anything like that where you've kind of um, given people uh, tours virtually of your facility? We we did. It's funny you say that because we, we've done that with some individual customers and organizations where um, I've used my iPad. Uh, you know, you put the Zoom on and then I can literally walk them through the whole uh, facility, you know, and actually show them um, the equipment running and they can actually see some of the stuff. So we did some of that actually in 2020. Uh, we did that a couple of times where people couldn't get in, but they wanted to uh, to get a kind of an understanding of what we do. So uh, that is, you know, it's a good point to, we haven't thought about whether we want to go back that way. I think uh, if we did it uh, this year, it would still be a, uh, you know, kind of by customer or, you know, market base, not just an, an open house for uh, anybody to get on. It'd be a lot, lot more challenging to um, manage through that. Uh, and I think people do want to come in and see. I think people want to get out of the office or out of the house and have some hands-on. We just have to be very uh, cautious when we decide to do that. Right. Yeah. It's, um, I've done some traveling recently and there's some tours that I've done is like go behind the scenes of uh there was a chocolate making company and then they took you through the whole process from how they take the beans and then they get the seeds and they grind they so you saw all the these big machines working and you see the process and it was you know they tried to do it in a very safe way everybody was separated and masked and everything and it was it was just an interesting glimpse kind of behind the scenes to see how something that the people working there probably just are like you know they're it's not yeah. amazing to them but to <laughs> but, regular day. right but to you know a person that doesn't know how these things work it's kind of fascinating to see how you know it goes from you know one thing and then it turns into something different at the end so Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, is is there any uh, advice you can share for the listeners to kind of how do you kind of stay motivated and keep the energy up and and keep coming up with new ideas and great ways to serve your clients and find new clients? Uh, well, I think it starts uh, internally with the person. I'm I, I am a upbeat person naturally or by nature, I guess you'd say so. Uh, sometimes they tell me I might be too upbeat sometimes, but uh, I do think it has to come from that person. And uh, I would tell people that, you know, the person you can trust the most is yourself. Uh, You know what your strengths and weaknesses are, you know, focus on your strengths and then get somebody else to help you with your weaknesses. So 
for me, having a, a business partner, you know, my strengths uh, are in marketing and sales. My my weaknesses are in operation and you know and uh, uh, in, in driving the you know the production side. And so uh, when I know that I have those resources with our employees and with my business partner, then I can go all out and focus on customers and focus on uh, growing the business. And so I think part of it is knowing who you are, what you do well, uh, what you need to uh, uh, learn and work on. I'm always uh, learning, trying to learn new things. Uh, I'm involved in a lot of organizations. And so uh, I get opportunities to go through training. Uh, We had a next level training through the Atlanta Business League uh, on last year, which was excellent and taught me a lot. And so the more I can learn, the less panic that you feel about what you what you're doing, because of the fear in being a small business owner is, you know, no, not knowing what you don't know. You don't know what's, what's missing <laughs> uh, because you're not um, you're not aware of it's something that you need. So education is important to learn it. Uh, and, you know, and I think when you get in front of people who like you, customers who you know want to do business with you, they give you an upbeat. It, uh, an upbeat feeling uh, when you're talking to people who just are looking for something nice or looking for something special, and then you deliver. It for me, it gives me a great feeling when customers leave out saying, "Oh my God, that's 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 more than I even thought it was going to be." You know, it's, "Oh my gosh, I wasn't even thinking about that," or "Oh my gosh, thank you for catching that mistake," and I, you know, and they didn't have to pay for it. So, you know, those things customers make me excited. And uh, it, it's important, like you mentioned earlier, is to surround yourself with networks or a uh, network of folks that are kind of on the similar journey uh, that you're on so that we you can all learn from each other. One of those groups you mentioned was GWBC. Can you talk a little bit about how GWBC specifically has helped you, uh, you know, with your business and your growth? Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things I'm probably most proud of Last year, um, I received the Trailblazer Award for our category. And so uh, just being recognized by them uh, as a, you know, as a great small business was uh, a reward I've been looking for and and, uh, was able to uh, receive last year. And I think it's because uh, you have some commonality with other women business owners. You know, women, you know, deal with uh, a whole set of things that, not everybody has to deal with. And then when you um, add businesses on top of that, um, the networking uh, opportunities, even online uh, and uh, people, you know, reaching out to you because everybody wants everybody to be successful. Uh, I think GWBC provides that. And then the, what on top of that, just the, the uh, relationship building, the educational part, the programming where you get a chance to hear from uh, not only successful other businesses, but you also hear from those corporate businesses. What are they looking for? Uh, you know, what type of, of uh, business would, would they step out and do business with? How do I get it much harder to get my name out in front of, you know, some of the large companies, you know, than not having the ability to go through a GWBC and meet those same people uh, online. And so we've had the opportunity to get involved and get engaged uh, through GWBC with some corporate uh, partners, and uh, and it's because of those relationships that they have that then allow us to uh, uh, to be able to uh, meet those same folks. So uh, 
those, I think, you know, when you think about DWBC and what they offer, you know, they offer education, they offer connection, uh, and then they offer uh, sponsorship with uh, corporate accounts. Now, for moving forward for your business, uh, I know you're in the large format printing business. Is there a, have you kind of got a clear picture of the ideal client or is printing something that is pretty much anybody in business or even maybe not even in business only would be, could use your services? Yeah. You know, it's funny because it's there, it is not a single market or two market uh, environment. Uh, Everybody needs some sort of printing. Uh, We focus on a corporate standpoint uh, when they're looking for things within their business operation uh, we focus on nonprofits because they're looking for signage for uh, revenue growth for that nonprofit. Uh, we look at government uh, and schools because they need both connection uh, for inside with you know students and parents and and uh, community people, uh, as well as externally uh, to you know to um, promote uh, any causes or any opportunities they're working on. And then we do even individuals will find us. Uh, especially those small businesses that are just getting started and and they need something and they kind of want, they've got a vehicle, they kind of want to get some advertising on their vehicle. Uh, It may only be one vehicle, you know, and if we can get them a a good um, pricing opportunity, then that's uh, advertising that every time they drive down the street. So uh, it goes across the gambit of uh, people. Everybody in some uh, shape or form uh, can use some part of what we do. And if somebody wants to learn more, uh, is there a website? Yes, it is. Uh, you can go to speedpromarietta.com. That's S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O, Marietta, M-A-R-I-E-T-T-A.com. Well, it- uh, and then you can always email us at ordersmarietta, O-R-D-E-R-S-M-A-R-I-E-T-T-A, ordersmarietta at speedpro.com, and we respond back uh, quickly. Well, Liddy, congratulations on all the success, and a happy anniversary. Nine years is quite the achievement. Um, it's a lot to be proud of, and uh, and then you're just getting started. Just getting started. <laughs> thank you so much, Lee. Thank you for the opportunity, and thank you, GWBC, for this chance to uh, talk a little bit about us. Well, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.